Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Gavones, you white uh, bread Italians, and you dirty Gavones. <laughs> dirty, dirty Gavones. White bread, I don't know. Oh. You dirty sausage twirling <laughs> Gavones. You fucking fegolis. Bunch of fegolis listening to our, our pod. This is once again O Sopranos, the podcast. <laughs> you guys, we're working the kinks out since we've been <laughs> off for uh, like 11 years. <laughs> As always, I'm Joe Spellman, and one of these guys to my left is to your left, <laughs> to your your again, you're straight across from me. <laughs> to oh, your left, yeah. it to would your... be the television. <laughs> to the left is the TV. To the okay, left, oh, I see. If to the going... right of me is <laughs> David Feudernick. <laughs> to the right of him is Paul Gullius. And to the right of him is <laughs> a Roku home <laughs> Roku screen. Home screen. <laughs> Beautiful. Oh God! Beautiful. I'm glad we're getting all these laughs in up top. That's man. right. We, we put right. our best up, our best stuff up first. People love hearing what we're <laughs> describing. They love. And we're talking <laughs> season five, episode eight. Correct. Wow. Yes. Marco, Marco Polo. Polo. Marco. A banger. Polo. Polo. Hey. Uh, yeah. This is a. Fa- I feel like it's become a fan favorite. Uh, it didn't. It wasn't like off the bat a hit with fans. I remember, and even like critics were like, because because they hook up. No, because it's. I think because it's it's especially coming off the last two episodes, mm-hmm. uh, sentimental education and in Camelot, where there just wasn't a lot of mob stuff. Yeah, this was another episode that was more like family lowercase f focused. You know, mm. um, with Hugh's 75th oh. birthday party. Oh, you don't want to see the mob dining at one of the great establishments in New York, the Four Seasons? <laughs> that's not <laughs> that's that's not mob enough for you, right. bro. But like people are like, nothing happens this season, which is so stupid because this is one of the most action packed seasons. And but regardless, yes, okay, the the mob story is like the B story in this, maybe the C story, but mm-hmm. uh, it's still a fucking great episode that's oh, yeah. like so quintessential Sopranos, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, for those of you who who have not picked up what which episode we're talking about, 
This is the one, of course, where Carm throws a surprise, uh, supposed to be surprise party for her father Hugh's 75th birthday. Uh, also in this episode, we have um, little Carmine or Angelo and Rusty Emilio trying to recruit Tony B to uh, do some wet work for, uh, for the New York fam. And uh, that's pretty much it. I mean, that's like the main things going on. You get a little taste of uh, Junior uh, and Bobby at Junior's. Right. Spoiling the surprise. You don't see Syl, no Pauly. Yep. Yeah. Uh, So, you know, a lot of fan favorites uh, take the bench. Barely see Chris. Barely see. Oh, yeah. And and Michael Imperioli wrote this episode. Yeah. This was the last episode that he wrote for the series. Um, Mm. uh, He's too busy writing. He's too busy yeah. being behind the camera. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he didn't direct it. John Patterson directed it. But yeah. he, but like, yeah. So he probably purposely wrote a smaller part for Chris, and you know, whatever. I think he had one line when uh, yeah, Joanne Bolandetto is yeah. like coming out. Yeah, uh, right. she's like, I didn't have a drop. He's like, get in the car, whatever the fuck he says. But uh, yeah. but yeah. So uh, let's kick it off. We so I mean, there's only like I said, there's only like two sort of storylines to follow. Do you guys want to talk about the mob stuff first or the family stuff first? Let's talk about the family stuff because it's yeah. it's the the bigger deal. Of, yeah. Okay. In the episode, and it just like ca- it really captures like summers like East Coast summer. Yeah. Like, I mean that's the so main well. the main draw of this episode for me and what I pick up from other fans is like there's just something so familiar about it. Like yeah. it doesn't and it's I mean especially growing up in the tri-state area you know it's like very familiar you know the Northeast kind of thing but I think just Americans in general and I don't know, maybe other parts of the world. Like it's, it's very just quintessential summer backyard party. You got the grill going, got the pool, got the tunes, got your grandpa puking on people. (laughs) We've Uh, all, we've all given our, uh, our father-in-law's uh, guns for their birthdays. Yeah. 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 Of course. We've all been there. Every birthday I give for it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so, so speaking of, uh, of Hugh, the episode, this story starts with him falling off the roof while AJ's playing drums uh, and ended up in the ER. God knows. I mean, why are you sending your 75-year-old father up to the he roof? He probably like, thought he could do he it. He probably yeah. won. I mean, yeah, because yeah, like, later in the episode, he's like lifting heavy things out of the trunk. Right. You know, and I, I guess it's Car- sort of... Carm's mom is like, what are you doing? You need help. Yeah, with. yeah. I guess it sort of plays into the idea, like maybe they were trying to push the point that Tony's not around anymore. And so like he right, was right. picking up where he might've, although I wouldn't want Tony on my roof either, but, uh, <laughs> but he'd uh, fall, but <laughs> he'd fall, just fall straight through it. <laughs> uh, like curb last week. Yeah. I see curb. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, anyway. Um, so then they're at the ER and, uh, you know, Hey, thank God for that bush though. Oh, oh he would have absolutely been dead. Yeah. He would have broke every bone. Yeah. Yeah. Awful way to go. Yeah. Um, lucky. And AJ, imagine like you're like you're, you see your grandfather fall to he his would death. Just cry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Woody, I don't know. Does AJ have feelings? No, but um, he just mommy. cried because he wouldn't have, he wouldn't have you know liked what he saw and he wouldn't have known what to do. True. Yeah. 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 Mommy. But, yeah. Yeah. Like when the bear comes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then so they're sitting in the ER, uh, Carmen and Mary D'Angelis, Carm's mother, um, and then they start talking about this 75th birthday party. Uh, and Mary's sort of like not so masterfully just strong arms Carm into like not having Tony there. Uh, she's like, I thought I did hear you say when she clearly <laughs> yeah. didn't two seconds ago. 
Uh, I thought I, I did thought, you say that. You I decided. thought you had. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, what's what, what? Why do you guys think they put like the whimpering man in the ER? Yeah, actually, <laughs> my, I was watching this with my wife, um, yeah. and she was like, "Why is that kid just crying?" I mean, I guess I'm like, it's, I, mean, I don't. A good question. It's like a commentary on like how bad like. American healthcare, healthcare is, is. <laughs> well, possibly I, the only the back what then? the the what I thought is that he was like maybe Hispanic and like they were white and they got like they got seen first. Care, oh, like, is yeah, that yeah. why they're? Yeah, I'm like, but why do we even need to make that comparison? He and they were like not like I was like I think they're Hispanic. Like I mean yeah. I don't know. I mean I get yeah he was really certainly a person that. of color. I think yeah, it's yeah. He was, yeah okay uh, so yeah he's a person and like they're just they were helped easily but yeah. I have no idea I mean and also I guess I guess it's just yeah, but he was also seventy five true so, yeah like, he fell off right, the goddamn yeah. roof yeah right. but the other guy appears to be in quite some pain yeah <laughs> having some uh, something is bursting inside of him they do it enough that she's like can somebody help this <laughs> yeah right this kind of right. funny but you like, do hear him like writhing in pain even like over like their dialogue right like, yeah 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 um yeah i guess i mean it also is I like the is woman he's with like, she's just like yeah oh <laughs> like what what yeah. are you doing Lightly why are you calming him, him down why aren't you like excuse me yeah. maybe she's used to it but maybe he does this a lot yeah I, it's an emergency room if you're if right. you're writing and directing you probably it's not just people usually sitting around calmly right people are right in some sort of dilemma, right? Sometimes. It's an emergency, sometimes. right? Yeah, I mean, sometimes. I don't know. I don't hang out in a lot of emergency rooms, but you I never gone to the ER? I mean, I've gone to urgent care before, yeah. Oh, that's different. Urgent care is a little different. I've been there. ER, I never like, I never I never went in like an ambulance. I can't, to I like, can't, mm, you know mm. what? Honestly, like it it, it seems like <laughs> hey, Imperioli. It <laughs> seems like it's kind of like Oh, we need somebody to be writhing in pain because that's what ER waiting rooms are like. <laughs> right. They're not always like that. <laughs> no, no, no. True. Yeah, I mean, Imperial. In like, that's why he, like in Manhattan it, they are, but like yeah. in the fucking like suburbs of West Jersey, Caldwell, it's yeah. probably right. like yeah, it might be some person, other people. There's just people waiting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Generally, I think I don't know. Yeah. All right. We, well, we'll get Devlin back on. He's an ER doctor, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. so he'll he'll be able to. Yeah, that's we'll right, get him yeah. on. He was definitely our like, should have had our, him on for one this of our great guests. So yeah, yeah. Well, I'm right. back on. We've we've uh, wasted enough breath talking about the guy writhing in pain in the yard. I don't think we have time. actually. Um, I actually oh, that's a I, big point. I actually had to audition today for something, and I had to. Uh, uh, I, I'm like, there were two scenes, and one of them was like, I was getting wheeled into the ER and I had to writhe in pain. So I've, I, uh, you, you know, took your cues from that guy. <laughs> I did. That guy's gonna get it. I did. Sorry, I'm sure that guy's gonna get it. That guy's like, yeah, 15 <laughs> years older, and he's gonna get yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, that guy's definitely like in his 50s now. Yeah. Like. <laughs> All right, now we have to get him on the pod because we've talked so oh, much man. about it. Yeah, listeners, if anyone knows up, the guy, look it up on yeah, look him up. Look him man up. writhing in pain, Sopranos. He's yeah, reach out to his rep, see if he'd like to come on the pod. <laughs> uh, he actually died in an ER <laughs> one. Like he died doing that scene. Yeah, <laughs> um, no, but um, all right. So Karma agrees <laughs> that she's not going to invite Tony right. uh, to the party. So she goes over to Tony's house. Uh, to Olivia's house where yep. Tony's staying. Looking great. Looking, looking great there. Looking uh, like quite the bachelor pad. He's got the cheese puffs on the couch and the Burger like King next to the, the, the Ready King. Whip. And There's just like a bottle of gin and an empty bottle of champagne. <laughs> like but Pretty pretty fucking disgusting, Tony. Yeah. Um, Good job, art department. Art department, hey. 
but yeah, Tony, Tony would definitely be pounding some whoppers. I right. read, a, I came across this stupid fucking in one of those stupid interviews. I never clicked on it, but I clicked on it because it was like Edie Falco. Yeah, and she was talking about um how and I, I mean, I guess maybe I knew this, but how like he, he Gandolfini would just eat. Oh, I saw, I saw that too. Real yeah. food and like all the takes, like like she. He would eat the ice cream sundays, and then they do another take, and he eat another one. And she'd be like, "Stop eating yeah. the food!" Yeah. And he's like, "It tastes so good." Yeah, yeah. Like, she said he like they had to like break because he went into like a sugar coma because yeah, he like yeah, ate he, like, so much fell ice cream. Sleep. He, yeah. he would he would eat the food in the scenes, and then he'd eat the food yeah. like crafty on like afterwards. Well, hey, hey. Just, hey, that's acting. And uh, yeah, I mean, sure. Yeah, come on. And, th- and that's why Gandolfini died at fifty-one or whatever the hell he was. Perhaps. So, yeah, perhaps. Uh, anyway. Anyway, might so, have been the uh, triple blueberry Sunday. Sunday. He yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's like, hey, should we shoot that scene? I think we should shoot that scene. Uh, <laughs> I think we got we got to see me eating that. Yeah. Jim, man, there's no reason. <laughs> I don't know. Hot summer night. <laughs> <laughs> have fun. You deserve it. Uh, no, but. But so when Karn breaks the news to Tony uh, that he, she doesn't think it's a good idea that he come, they're going to make people uncomfortable. Of course, he, he has to pretend like, oh, I decided that right away when we broke up, I wasn't coming. It's all his idea. Yep. Uh, yeah. Such a little like fragile baby. Um, it, just m- like a minute before that, he said he didn't remember uh, anything about the party whatsoever. Uh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes, oh, actually, I was planning on not coming. <laughs> <laughs> uh so then uh then the one scene with bobby and junior cringe cringe worthy we got we got bobby coming in with junior's danish in the morning junior's watching some italian bertolucci <laughs> movie right yeah yeah you could t- they had jesus hanging off the helicopter you could tell he was a dummy <laughs> <laughs> that ruined it for you june yeah, um yeah. but uh Bobby tells Junior that that about the surprise party and Junior, the fucking schmuck that he is, uh, phones up Hugh and and uh, tells him bona fortuna. Uh, sorry, I can't make it to your jubilee. Mm-hmm. Uh, fucking bastard, this fucking guy. You believe it? I mean, it's so great. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> totally in his like, character. Why, and like, why? Why? I mean, there's no reason he's to. Just, he's, he's just petty be, and insecure. Dick. Yeah, he's petty because he hates Carm. Because Carm hates him. He's insulted that he wasn't invited, but I think also he's like he's probably at least 75, right? Like he he nobody threw him a surprise 75th. Probably he's not going to be right. surrounded by family. You know, no. he's but and also I think you know he's trapped in the fucking house. Yeah, it's a way of him like entertaining himself because he's probably so fucking right. Bored, and also, you know? yeah. this is like him like putting his influence out in the world. He's right. trapped, but this way, even if it's to piss somebody off, he it's probably like his way of like saying like, "Hey, I'm still here," you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and we know like that we know that he's killed Dicky Montesante, so he's petty, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. Like, yeah, for laughing at him for falling, for, you know. Yeah. So he'll, hey, he'll mean, ruin yeah. a surprise birthday party, no problem. Many Saints right, certainly right. adds to uh, to hit the argument that he's this petty. It is not so, canon to yeah. me. That is right. not canon. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised he didn't Sorry, have Hugh Hugh, Hugh whacked because he <laughs> wasn't invited to the party. Maybe but, he uh, maybe pushed him off the roof. <laughs> yeah, actually, we didn't we, see. Yeah, we don't know that. Yeah, it was Junior up on that roof. 
Um, Maybe that's why he was falling asleep. He's so tired from pushing him off the roof. Yeah, I I love uh, Hugh's reaction though. Like it was, it's like a slow pushing on his face. He and he's like so like subtly excited to be having to have yeah. a party throw. Like I think like he could have been mad and be like, oh, why'd you ruin it? But he's just he's just happy. I think Tom yeah, Aldridge, yeah. who plays Hugh, is like fucking oh, so good in this he's episode. He's so good. Uh, R.I.P. I believe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Dead. He fell off a roof. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> No. Lived a long, uh, happy life. Yep. Uh, so then we finally get to the party. Mm-hmm. Uh, people showing up. It's a fucking mess. <laughs> and Tony B rolls up. He's like, hey, I figured you could use some help. Kid, the fucking twins throwing shit in the pool and, you know, fucking, fucking me- nightmare. Fucking meadow coming and, like, being yeah. a fucking dildo. <laughs> That's um, my favorite thing that what Tony B does. Like, I don't think I have a family family member that's done that yeah like just been like hey can you watch these uh watch my kids for a second i mean i feel like i have and like but like well you're probably they were gonna okay. do it in a few years we, we, were, we knew yeah. we were watching the kids or whatever but it's just like yeah so like people are just like yeah can you watch them and i'll be gone for fucking hours <laughs> yeah, or whatever right. like yeah no i didn't sign up for that right no, but um, it's that he can't. He comes over saying he came to help. Yeah, right. I know. And then he goes, "I got to do something real quick." And <laughs> yeah. he's watching. Yeah. And then next thing you know, it's beep beep, and he's driving he, down the driveway. He waving. slams yeah. a big glass of scotch and then leaves. Right. Yeah. I'll yeah. Make a mean rusty nail. Uh, but so yeah. <laughs> what is what is rusty nail? Scotch and scotch, scotch and drambuie. Drambuie. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's yeah, not. It's, it's like a good after dinner drink. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like an old man fucking drink. Yeah. <laughs> Or prisoner, ex-con drink, I guess. Yeah. Um, right. Uh, now you just put a fucking old nail <laughs> into a glass of scotch. He does stick around to have a little chat with Meadow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, th- why do you guys think that they inserted this like little interaction between Tony B and Meadow here? Like they they talk about Tony B's daughter Kelly, Kelly who is missing, right? Is missing. Um, and it's, I, a, it's 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 another addition to yeah. the things that he is jealous of about Tony. Yeah, right, you know? right. Yeah. It adds more fuel to his like fire yeah. to like you know do what he ultimately to kill does. Joey. Right. Yeah. He's he's got the you know he's he's seen the big house, the mm-hmm. pool. His kids love it. Yeah. And, and then just seeing the how hot daughter who goes to <laughs> right. Columbia. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. How Meadow turned out. Sure. What is Meadow mm. thinking in that reaction? She has like some like. He, she sees him like looking at her, and he goes, "How's Kelly? Does does she think he's like ogling her? Like it's a know, little bit creepy, creepy, of, creepy it's of been a kind stare. of fuzzy, right? Yeah, I don't, or, I don't or, think or, it. Or does she know? Oh, he's like thinking about his daughter. It seems creepy. It's yes, it's yeah. It comes off that way a little bit. I don't think it's. I don't think he's necessarily perving. You, you know, never know. You never, I, you never I, know, I have I a friend who was like. Uh, she's kind of well known. I'm not going to say her name, but um, she was like pretty. She's pretty uh, busty, and I guess uh, at like a young age she was. And she was like, "Ooh, the hugs from the uncles." I was like, "Oh, uh, really? Uh, oh my god!" <laughs> like, so you think that like Meadow is just like trying to change the subject because she's creeped out by him? Uh, possibly. I don't know. You know. Maybe, was, but it's maybe a little mix of both. It's you know I, the the look on his face certainly can be interpreted creepy. Right. I don't get that she is. I don't pick up that she's like like worried at all or or uncomfortable. I think she is intuitive, and I think because yeah, then they have that conversation by the pool. Like, right. Ultimately, you're right. Like this this moment probably is to just you know widen the divide between Tony B's life and Tony's life, and and how 
their paths split so far and how their lives are so different, mm-hmm. including their offspring. Kelly is off God knows where, if she's still alive. And Meadow is thriving at Columbia and, you know, making an icebox cake for her, her grandpa's 75th. Like, right. you know, I, <clears throat> I think it would be weird to also throw in, like, if it was in the script or something that Tony B was like leers at her sexually, you know, <laughs> right. I don't know. Um, it's, yeah, I don't I know. Think... We got to ask him early. Yeah. We'll, we'll get him on. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Tony B fucking jets, uh, doesn't care. People start showing up. Then we get introduced to, uh, Dr. Fago himself, Russ, Russ Fagoli, uh, who, who Mary in an earlier scene is very, very, um, uh, she's enamored with the guy. She, he was like ambassador to the Vatican and met the Pope or something like that. Yeah, and like the, the state department State department. Right. Um, and, uh, and so I we, love this, the, the scene when they, when they're having Chinese food before this, uh-huh. um, uh, when it comes out that, that Hugh found out about the surprise it, just the description of this family is so great. Like, oh, yeah. Carm's disdain for them is uh, like <laughs> the five-page Christmas card. Right, and, like, right, right. I, like, I feel like we always, our family always had like one or two of those every right. year. And my mom would like read it, and I'd be like, I, I don't fucking care. <laughs> yeah. I don't fucking care. Who, right. who cares? Right. Who cares to hear this much about a family we haven't seen in years? <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and on May Day, so-and-so shook hands with Andrew <laughs> yeah. Cuomo. BFD. BFD. <laughs> uh, yeah. She says fuck like a million times yeah. in that scene, and then she goes BFD. Yeah. yeah by yeah, the way. Right. That was yeah. weird. Yeah. I mean, because she's like, it's like she's like a little kid again yeah. around her parents. Uh, but I guess we did skip over the fact that it was Hugh who who facilitated Tony actually being present for the party. He, right. When he did find out, they had that conversation. He found out that Tony wasn't coming, and he put, and he you know walks out of the room, storms out, saying, you know, I'm not going to be there if the man in the house isn't there. Which good for him. Yeah. I think that's the right choice. Totally. Uh, well, well, it turns, yeah. I mean, it's an old. It seems like an old school. It's old, it's old it's fashion, old school, but, but but also like, it it ends up like turning out. Um, the right choice because we find out like why Mary doesn't yeah exactly want yeah. Tony there and she know, very right. much like influenced Carm for for the wrong reasons right um but yeah so so uh Dr. Figoli Russ Figoli oh he's allergic to tomatoes well, what a crisis uh, an Italian allergic to pomodori <laughs> oh yeah of course we get uh, of course we get the fucking we gotta food get schnauzer himself <laughs> buco. the schnorr uh, the schnorr uh, father phil uh, father talking phil. about food sitting oh. at the table with yeah. the old people yeah. like a fucking right. loser <laughs> the choice the choice to have that like that uh, insert of him like putting his hand on his heart when they're talking oh, about yeah. the food in Italy. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 So fucking good. great. Yeah. Great. Really, with it. Paul Schultz is uh, amazing. Yeah. Um, uh, but so when Tony rolls up, twirling the sausages, yep. got sausage for you. Uh, like, Russ is standing right there, and Mary's obviously mortified. Ultimately, Tony gifts Hugh. Um, uh, this, a, Beretta. The, a Beretta shotgun, which is really nice. And then at the end of the night, he's talking about, uh, you know, he comes up on on Figoli, who who talks about being at the Beretta factory or whatever the right. hell. And Tony's like, I'd love to see that. He's like, Yeah, I guess they never export the best pieces or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there was a lot of confusion when I was searching for uh, fucking internet. Might as well just address it now because mm-hmm. a lot of people didn't get that moment why Tony walked away. 
I think it's yeah. How do you not get that? So many people were asking like, why was Tony? What is the? What was he inferring? And it's basically he's he's basically saying yeah that shit like yeah the gift this gift that you got for your father in law uh, isn't the best. It's you know it's it's like the crappy pieces that that Italy exports. You know, so I I think that's pretty clear. But a lot of people didn't pick up on that. Oh, he's the host of the party. That that that's probably more likely. Or you can or. He stole uh, Spill's it? got the hot take. He stole oh, it. Oh, you're saying that that. Oh, he, I never even thought about that. Oh, you're saying that he's so implying it, that because he's because uh, he's a mobster, he stole it. Yeah, he's either, it's it's it could right. be. I think it could be ascertained right. either one. Right. Because like I I think that's what I thought initially that it was like it was a shitty make. Right. Or like you know a fucking fake right. one. Yeah. Um, but. Maybe he stole it, or maybe I guess that's another interpretation. Maybe, yeah, that's fair. Or maybe he had it imported illegally, or like, like you know, black market kind of thing. Yeah, right, black right, market right. kind of thing. I mean, regardless, mm-hmm. it's insulting. I mean, I don't. Right. I mean, I I don't know how many uh, Berettas are in circulation on the black market uh, that he could have just like at a moment's notice like <laughs> picked one up. Maybe I don't know. I don't did know, he? But, but did he pick it up at a moment's? But see, that's unclear. We don't know if he already had this. We don't present. know how. We don't know where he got it from. We don't know. Never, yeah, like, we have no. Could idea. have been a favor from somebody. Yeah. Well, I mean, know. knowing Tony, like he he probably. I mean, maybe maybe he did have it for a while, thinking, "Oh, I'll give this to I'll you for to, for to a birthday gift," but. You know, considering I mean, he he didn't even remember what the that the party was happening like yeah, a couple right. days before. I would assume it's a it's a fake, but yeah. could have yeah you know could have been. Uh, Either way, uh, don't fucking say that to the mob boss whose house you're at. Right. You right. Know? Yeah, um, exactly. Come on, come and on, he's guy. he's a fucking ambassador. Come on, that uh, actor I just looked him up on IMDb. Uh, yeah, died uh, this year. Really, ninety-five. Wow, yeah. wow. Yeah, hey, wow. good for him. Bru- br- Bruce Kirby or something. Oh yeah. Any Not relation Italian? to Bruno? I don't. He <laughs> is Italian, he so is? that's a stage name. Okay. Mm. Real name Bruno Giovanni Quadriacciolo. Yeah, that that fuck. that checks out. That's Italian. <laughs> He's in a lot of shit, mm. like the Muppet movie. Oh, <laughs> oh fuck. Um. Anyway, <laughs> I you know this is the kidding. IMDb like, corner. Yeah. Um, I'm just curious about those like small <laughs> actors. Those, yeah. yeah well, I I, oh well, if you want to keep going down IMDb corner, <laughs> tell I us who's dead. Find, I did who's, find. Who died? I believe Fucking IMDb I corner. Did, we'll, we'll go back to this and then we'll continue. But I did find the guy who played Ecuadorian man. So oh. that has to be the guy. So yeah. Who's oh in yeah. Pain. Yeah. He's, what's the or update? It could have been the delivery guy who brings the cake. Oh shit! Well, Fuck. is this the guy in pain? <laughs> is this the guy in pain? I don't know. Oh yeah, that is. Oh, ah, uh, that might be the cake guy. That might be the cake. The delivery guy is called Ecuadorian man. <laughs> he does. He has no, 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 no. Delivery he has a soccer boy. Delivery boy is a character. Oh, so separate. Ecuadorian oh, okay. man. All right. Ecuadorian, Ecuadorian man, man has to hey. be a woman. Is he still he's working? He's still working. Yeah, actually, yes. Good for you, he's Ecuadorian in this man. Selena good. series. Good to, um, good to hear. Let's get him on. <laughs> we got it. We'll reach get, out, let's reach Rolando out. J. Vargas. We'll, we'll oh, figure oh out. weird. His direct email is on IMDb. <laughs> What's his name? <laughs> Rolando. Rolando. My direct email is on IMDb. So, <laughs> I know what you mean. Oh, that really made me laugh. Uh, Rolando, Rolando J. Vargas. Rola- we'll get him on and we'll be like, so RVG. why were you in this scene? 
but yeah, right. I mean, he he would probably come on. Yeah. Okay. Oh, dude, now his Instagram is on. Oh my oh, god, fuck. spells. Rollo J Vargas. Okay. How many followers he has? How many followers? We'll just hit him up. All right. Yeah. Um. All right. So. <laughs> So end of the night, people things getting sloppy. Uh, mm-hmm. Hugh is is definitely uh, feeling no pain. Yep, <laughs> he gets put in his car, and he's like vomiting, gagging. Like it's pretty gross. Uh, but so <laughs> uh, this is where it's revealed that you know Mary was was so uh, caught up with Doctor Fagoli and this and that, and Carm calls her out on it, and she. Uh, she says, you know, there's a lot of self-loathing Italians out there. I just never thought my mother was one of them. Um, which I think, I mean, it's probably true. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm Italian. You're Italian. I loathe myself. Yeah. (laughs) Not for being Italian, (laughs) but, um, well, that's the, the Larry David thing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I I hate myself, but not because I'm Jewish. (laughs) (laughs) The guy's like, you're a self-hating Jew. Um, I think it's interesting that uh, Imperioli wrote this episode because his other one, Christopher, yeah, was, Columbus Day one. was about Italians having too much pride, you right. know, where it's sort of toxic, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so this is sort of the inverse of that. It's like, uh, you know, people who are ashamed to, I mean, she said, you know, oh, you, you, I heard you say to someone that you're happy your name doesn't end in a vowel. And Meadow, oh, she's so dark. And, right. you know, I guess there, there is some of that, you know? Um but yeah, it's it's interesting that uh, that Imperioli sort of took the two sides of the coin and and inserted that in the series. I mean, that scene like Edie Falco is so fucking good. Oh, she's great. Oh yeah, um, yeah, and and also shout out to what's her name who plays Mary. Mary, she, oh, she's great. She great plays well. the fucking annoying mother. Yeah, let me get it going on. Very IMDb well. Get it up. Get it up. She's in a tree's lounge. She is, yeah, yeah. She plays the drunk. Written yeah. directed by Steve Buscemi. So, um, yeah. And, of course, Goodfellas. But, of uh, course. So late night, we got a little game of Marco Polo going. We get Tony and, and AJ throwing Carm in the pool. Classic. Uh, then uh, she start, She gets sucked into the Marco Polo game. AJ leaves with Devin Pillsbury, mm-hmm. who's looking mad ripe. Oh, uh, come on. <laughs> what, dude? Um and uh, Artie's passed out with the fucking towel wrapped around his head. Mm-hmm. And so Tony and Carm get a little alone time in the pool here. Yeah. Uh, Tony Oni. Which is interesting because the pool has always sort of represented, you know, home and, and mm-hmm. family, you know, with the ducks and everything. So for them to sort of rekindle their relationship a little bit in the pool, I think, is Before AJ uh, tries to kill himself in it. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> which says something else about home and family. Right. But uh, But yeah. Um, and then of course Tony, uh, fucking classy guy, s- slinks out the next morning. Books it. Um, books he it. kind of tries to see if she's awake. He says, "You sleep <laughs> as, as lightly as he it, possibly yeah. can." It was like very reminiscent even, of high school. Doesn't even like <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. call, like yeah. say something again or like yeah. calm, wake up or yeah. touch her. Yeah, very He's high out. school esque. Um, but that sort of concludes the the family stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, the woman who plays Carm's mom is Suzanne Shepard. She's a teacher in New York. She's taught mm. people like Christopher oh, wow. Maloney and other people. Ah, I guess she still teaches. Hey. She was on Blue awesome. Bloods a couple years ago. Good oh, for her. With Steve Sharipa. Hey. Um, get into the, the mob stuff teacher. here. So the episode actually opens up with uh, little Carmine's. Uh, he's like recruiting people to his side with fucking Whirlpool pool washing machines. Yeah. Uh, 
man. Classic. And, yeah, and uh, his and Johnny sinks his boat. Fucking guy. Uh, Where are they supposed to be, by the way? So he's Long moved Island because he says moved Hempstead. up from Florida. Yeah. Oh, Hempstead. Okay. West Hempstead. Yeah. West Hempstead. So. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, then he says something about Freeport, which is and Freeport, yeah. which is also gotcha. Long Island. Yeah, gotcha. Long Island. How do you think they sunk that boat? Uh, easy. Somebody, sh- sh- somebody like in the scuba, the night, scuba diving, like, like uh, you know, like put a hole in it. <laughs> <laughs> you think yeah. they sh- fired a bullet? You think they? We? Yeah, how, yeah, how do you yeah, sink yeah, a boat? Fired a bullet. Fired a bullet in there. All right. Yeah, well, no. There. Or someone or someone went you have a boat person on. You should ask them. <laughs> you know, just put a little fucking hole. Like yeah, just one little hole, hole in the wood. Yeah. Just a little hole. Uh, okay. So good to know. If you ever want to sink a boat. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you guys are welcome, listeners. It's really uh, not we hard. Work, we worked through it and we figured out, you know, it's a small hole. Yeah. <laughs> so. Let's get Rolando on. We'll ask him what he thinks about Rolando, sinking the boat. Yeah. I know you probably got the script for this episode when you got the sides and yeah. everything. Did yeah. they mention how the boat was <laughs> sunk? <laughs> uh, what about right. my scene? No, we don't give a fuck, dude. <laughs> I'm going to cut. We should. We're I'm sinking the boat later. Oh, definitely. <laughs> Let's tag him. We'll tag his eyes. We'll tag him, we'll tag him <laughs> in the up. <laughs> We'll tag him on the socials yeah, when we post. Yeah. Yeah. Please don't contact me. <laughs> uh, all right. And so so last episode when we recorded a fucking million years ago was <laughs> yeah. the episode where Tony... Back uh, before the pandemic started. Tony, Tony and Phil's little car chase and Phil's car got all fucked up. And, uh, uh, and so now um, Tony's sort of on the hook for... Uh, well, first Tony meets with with Johnny mm-hmm. in the in his Maserati. His new Maserati. Uh, and they take it for a little joyride. What was the color? Uh, guinea, guinea guinea gray. gray. Yeah, guinea gray. Or just gray. Yeah. Uh, I don't know <laughs> what makes gray guinea, but um, it's shiny. Shiny, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Ginny hasn't. Ginny likes the car. Johnny says, hasn't but been hasn't been in it because her to- knees. Tony is such a piece of shit. <laughs> there's so there's so many times in this episode where Tony's such a shithead every episode oh, yeah. man oh, yeah. uh, but like, but also oddly this episode he also is also the so most charming. sort of charming we've right. seen him in a while um yeah we get the two tonys but, but he's yeah, so exactly. shitty to uh um angie to angie <laughs> he like oh my god yeah. he basically is like oh, i'm not gonna pay for it i'm gonna yeah, stick yeah, yeah. her with the with the with whatever exactly. his complaints and he's, like, and he's like so happy with himself when he yeah. hangs up on her yeah right oh god and he's just like reveling in it yeah is that I mean, Pussy's brother? Yeah. That's Pussy's okay. brother, yeah. 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 Who is a great You couldn't tell from the, the cast? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Does that same, guy, same that guy doesn't look like a fucking uh, mechanic from New Jersey? <laughs> I think if you if you weren't watching and you heard his voice, too, it sounds just like... Um, it does kind of sound yeah, like yeah. Yeah. Vincent Pastore. He looks like my two... My, 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 both my uncles who are Italian put yeah. together. Yeah. Yeah, he's a, fucking, <laughs> he's a fucking meatball. You guys know what that looks like in your head. Just oh, imagine yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Tony Saragusa is also yeah, in there. Goose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Goose drives him to the uh, body shop. Doesn't have to say anything, really. Yep. Just is in the car. Yep. wonder if uh, they cut some of his lines. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Couldn't, couldn't be. Although, wait, yeah, he was also a couple in, of lines uh, from Goose. Wasn't he in 25th Hour? Uh, yeah. 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 Doyle's Law. He was fine. Doyle's Law. That's right. Um, so, so yeah, so Angie, uh, or not, yeah, has to cover like all the fucking shit for, for Phil. Phil's a lunatic. Every time he sits in the car, he finds something new wrong with it. Uh, him and Joey Peeps coming around. Um, so Tony 
calls up. I'm not Tony sitting B at twelve like, o'clock. I'm not sitting at, dude. Th- I mean, this is some <laughs> some uh, classics from Phil. Phil. Shit. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I mean, kilter. especially him in the neck brace. Anytime he comes <laughs> yeah. on screen in the neck yeah, brace, yeah, so I mean, so fucking laugh. brave. Yeah. yeah, fucking Stevie Wonder line. Your eyes rolling around like fucking Stevie Wonder. But yeah, so uh, so Tony sends Tony B in to like help mitigate the situation, keep costs down. He can't do shit. Phil's a lunatic, yeah. you know. T- Joe, he's like, you know, Joe, try to keep him, try to keep him calm or whatever. Can't can't do anything, and yeah. and still Angie's stuck with. And his to be honest, bill. like, what is he supposed to do? Right. Yeah. I mean, what could what can you do? Be like, no. <laughs> Say uh, that'll 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 put out the fire that is Phil Leotardo. Just right. yeah, but um. But so also, uh, Angelo and Rusty, we talked about a little bit at the Four Seasons, uh, try to recruit Tony B to uh, to whack somebody. They don't tell him who yeah. yet, but they they say it's in, in retaliation for Lorraine Caluzzo. Right. Um, which is like, that's BS. Which, uh, you think it's for the boat? <laughs> no, I think it's just that it's the power move. Like, yeah. I think it's less about Lorraine and more just about them. Trying right. to solidify Carmine Jr. as right. the actual boss, but they also probably do need to make up ground with like the men in the street, kind of who True. because they Send see that like Lorraine got a cap it was a capo, I think, right? Yeah, uh, got shot and killed, and and uh, and something needs to be done. You can't look weak, right? So, right, right, right. Uh, but they but they say they pose it like you know to kill a woman, like which <laughs> mm-hmm. is funny because Tony ends up fucking shooting a woman anyway to, yeah. at the end, so, right? Uh, <laughs> You know, all hypocrites, these fucking guys. Um, so the whole the whole party, um, you know, Tony B is contrasted with Tony's wealth and everything else. Mm-hmm. Final straw is when he's home with the twins, those little fucking gremlins, <laughs> and they stole the 96 Olympics pins from AJ. <laughs> uh, yep. And uh, they're like, oh, we love his house. We don't want to leave or whatever. And, you know, the next morning... He's just sitting with his mom, uh, who's watching Julia Child pound some meat. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Julia Child and Jack Papin. Yeah, he's like that. He makes his decision. He calls them up. He's like, "I'm in." Uh, and then we, Joey Peeps at some brothel in New York uh, meets uh, attractive young woman going uptown or whatever. Or downtown. Downtown. Meets. Uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure I'm they pretty just sure they just had sex. had some sort of sexual uh, encounter. Yeah. Oh, I thought that he had been with another woman, and then he no, saw her I coming out. I think he comes. Looks like oh. she's the one that comes out of that same room. I think they come out of the same room. I, I, think think the same yeah, room? I thought I he was so. like, he's like, I hey, I'm so. doubling up tonight. But uh, but yeah. So he he offers to give her a ride, and ultimately, uh, Tony B rolls up with uh, uh, Rod Stewart singing. Mm-hmm. Um, What's the name of the Bad song? Bad and Ruin. Bad and Ruin. It's in our uh, yeah. theme song. It's in our theme song. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. It's fucking bro. right. Come on, bro. I don't listen to our Jeez. show, man. Mother, oh, no, you uh, won't recognize me now. Which, I, I, okay, so I have to, I have to <laughs> hey, talk about this because... Mother, you won't... I have to talk about this because I feel like I'm the only one who has interpreted this. And I tweeted about it, and it got a lot of, like... I, it was in response to... I forget what it was. It was like, what's a what's an unpopular theory or something? But this is my theory. I don't know if we've discussed it. I, I don't know if it is uh, Tony B's daughter, Kelly, or oh. if they just want to, like, oh. 
insinuate that it might as well have been, you know? But the the fact that they bring up Kelly earlier this episode, sure. they cast a woman who is Meadow's age, who looks sort of almost yeah. like Meadow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then to play the song with the lyrics, Mother, You Won't Recognize That's Me right. Now. Like, it seems to me that they're making the suggestion that Tony B could have just murdered his own daughter there, you know? And even if it isn't Kelly, just the idea that like, you know, this is the life that you choose and, and the people that you hurt, you don't give a fucking second thought about. It could be, you know, I mean, she would still recognize her dad. She would. Yeah. Yeah. That's Um, true. Yeah. Uh, and and does, does she get a Heather? good look at him? Does he call her? He- what do he, he calls her a different name? Like Heather, but she's probably. Yeah. I mean, it could but be. But she could change her, yeah. night, her True. name for yeah. sure. Um, but I think it's a bit far fetched. But I, I take your point. Yeah. She definitely could have recognized her dad. Yeah. But yeah. Did, but did, maybe, she, did maybe, she get a good look at him? Like I, I sure. I'm not even, did she? Yeah. Well, he says, "Hey, you call me too." Yeah, I mean, that's true. That's enough yeah. to be like, "Oh, that's my dad." Yeah, yeah. He drive drive quickly. That's my dad. Right. Um, He's trying to fuck me, but I, but I but guess yeah. more as like just a representative like, right. thing. Like yeah, um, I mean they they often. I mean it sort of like harkens back to the whole like um, Meadow and Tracy comparison in season mm-hmm. three. You know, right, like right, right. you know these these children are are so you know they're born with silver spoons in their mouths. They don't know what uh, another life could be like if they went down a different path, kind of mm-hmm. thing. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that's how the episode ends. Sets us up for a great, uh, stretch of episodes. Yes, indeed. Got unidentified black males up next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you guys want to get into fucking internet? You fucking internet. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. 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 Let's do it. Fucking Uh, all right. This one is from, uh, we kind of talked about this. This is the problem. We talk about the app and then we answer the yeah, fucking Because we're question. so good at covering everything. <laughs> Dude, because uh, we're basically these people that are on the internet. <laughs> right. you know, we're, uh, the yeah. same. we're the same people going on the fucking yeah. Sopranos Reddit to talk <laughs> about an episode. This one from user Bobby22291. Mm. Noticed something pretty interesting in season five's Marco Polo. Uh, we'll be the judge of that. Bobby and Janice weren't at Hugh's 75th birthday party. Mm. Any theories as to why? But well, I mean, Bobby. I, we know June wasn't invited, and Bo- and Bobby's on some, junior duty, right? Yeah, right. But, but Jan, you would have, th- yeah, you'd think Janice would come. I but, mean, no but real maybe, relation to. Yeah, maybe Janice like oh, I don't want to be there, and like and Bob and maybe Junior makes Bobby like stay with him. Right. I mean, they certainly make right. a point to to populate the party with people we haven't seen in a while, you know, father Phil and uh, cousin Brian's in the background there. And we Mm -hmm. see Chris's mom. And, um, so like it it seems like if they want, it it was a conscious choice for them to decide to not have, have you know, Janice there. Um, yeah, it's more people who are related to Carmel. Yeah, Yeah, I guess Chris's mom is related to cousins. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, She's a blendetto. And so, yeah. yeah, And and Tony and yeah. So, um, yeah, so it's Car, it's Car, yeah, and Artie right. is there, right? Sean, well, how, I mean, Artie was there. Artie was there, half he, in a uh, a professional. He was doing yeah. appetizers, right? Whatever, but he's yeah. still like salads, like you know, he's still like more a Carm person as well. Like he's a both Tony and a Carm person. True, yeah, the four of them were yeah. were they were good friends. friends, yeah. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. maybe uh, Ada Turturro just uh, was busy that day. I don't know, but uh, yeah, no. No, but that it. makes sense. It's yeah, more, it you sense. know, guess, like yeah. um, and Tony ends Tony's up like deciding to go the night before the party. True, too, true. So. Yeah. 
Tony's yeah. other sister, what's her name? Barbara. 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 Lakioma are not there. So. <laughs> yeah, Barbara <laughs> and a guy who looks like our friend Steve Lakioma were not there. <laughs> Tom uh, Giglione or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Marco, or this one from user Tia Keuta. Marco Polo. Is writing this episode Michael Imperioli's greatest contribution? His performance is consistently great, but writing one of the best episodes ever is huge. Marco Polo could be a movie on its own very easily. What do you think? Is this... <laughs> no, it's his not his greatest contribution. Playing fucking Christopher is Jesus. Yeah. Well, okay. I, yes. I mean, it's definitely I, I love commendable. Yeah. Um, do you, so, I, I agree. I think that's, an, that's easy to, to say. But it just makes of, him more important to the, uh, the series. Sure. Do you do you think this is the greatest of his episodes that he that he wrote? What are the ones that he wrote again? He wrote um, Tennessee from, from, from Where to Eternity in in season two when Christopher was shot. Right. Okay. He wrote the Telltale Mozzarella, mm-hmm. uh, where okay. AJ gets in trouble for you know. Uh, he wrote um, Christopher mm-hmm. uh, yeah. with a much maligned episode yeah, about people fucking Columbus. Yeah. Yeah. He wrote Everybody Hurts. In season four, which is the one with with the uh, Almanac and right. uh, Tony going around, my <laughs> toxic person, and he wrote and he wrote this episode. Oh. Yeah, I mean, so, I, this is probably my favorite episode. Of I think I think so yeah. too. I'd say yeah. so. Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, those I, are all pretty. Those are all, those are all pretty, pretty good solid. episodes. They're pretty solid. I love From Where to Eternity. Um, yes, I mean that's a fantastic episode. That's maybe a, a close second for me, but uh, but yeah, I, I think this is probably the best out of the ones he's written. Um, all right, this one. From user, uh, <laughs> I think way too much. Does anybody know why Carmela's mother was all over Russ Fagioli's dick? <laughs> Did those two have an affair? The question yeah. crossed my mind yeah. while rewatching Marco Polo, and she makes him a new plate because, Dio mio, the guy's <laughs> allergic to tomatoes. <laughs> Does anybody know why? <laughs> Did he Why? not watch the fucking episode? <laughs> yeah. I think he yeah. needs a copy of the script from uh, <laughs> Imperioli. I know, yeah. Oh, my God. I, I um, just wanted to read uh, Wild. I mean, that's yeah. a great... Russ Fagioli's I mean, we love, your, we love your question yeah. why you pose it. Maybe you're paying yeah. too much attention to writing on Reddit right. and yeah. not watching The Sopranos, but... Um, Might be yeah. time for a rewatch, Beb. I, right. think, I think we got into it, you right. know? Yeah. Um... <laughs> All right, and this one, uh, sorry, I cut off your username. I don't know who you are, but uh, has a fan theory here. Um, we all know who people really work for when they say they're working for the State Department. It is my theory that Dr. Russ Fag, I mean Fagoli, of course this is from the internet, was in fact a CIA operative. What are your thoughts on this? I'd like to know. Uh, there are other theories that suggest... Uh, Dr. Fagoli is Paulie's father. This could be plausible as well, but I think the oh, angle I presented here yeah. today holds more weight since the Paulie's dad theory is more speculative only because a GI bill was mentioned. Look, um, um, I think after the, you read these last two things, I think we <laughs> may want to consider, I know we may want to consider not doing fucking internet <laughs> <laughs> anymore. Hey, if you guys want to make another segment, please. No, I'm just <laughs> By all means. Oh, fuck it. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Come on, this is a fan favorite. Uh, uh, no, he's not a CIA operative. Yeah, uh, no. now you're just throwing throwing shit at no, the wall. No, that's that's a right. stupid idea. Uh, but the but the one that has uh, that fans do talk about is. Do you guys know this one? That yes, that you. I feel Russ, like you brought this up. Before. Russ is Paulie's father Paul's because father. 
in the in the in season six when we find out uh, Tony's ma isn't really or Polly's ma really isn't his ma. Uh, his real father was he he says you know some um, some guy stationed somewhere out you know during World War Two right. Russ something. So because there's no other Russes in the world, people uh, <laughs> people were like, oh, Polly's dad. Um, um, he's in the Navy. Yeah. I don't know. I, I probably it could be. You know what? You know what's funny is that like, and you, you you say like everybody's a hypocrite. Like that would make this Russ character a hypocrite if that mm. were true. Mm-hmm. You know, um, even he's a hypocrite. Even even though he's so fucking pompous, holy, holier yeah. than thou. Right. Um, true. You know that he had a he it, had an uh, it, it is illegitimate it is, child. It is um, weird when they were just sitting at the table eating and out of nowhere he just said. I was a bad boy. I'm like, <laughs> it's like what? Yeah, that was prompted. Yeah. That was the thing him and uh, Paulie's real ma shared back in the day. Yeah, they were both I bad. Was a bad like, boy. Well, I was, I was a bad, bad boy. Girl. You're a bad girl. We're about to make a baby. <laughs> yeah. He goes, whoa, no tomatoes. <laughs> Father Phil, <laughs> no tomatoes. Father Phil was real weirded out at that part. Um, all right, uh, and this last How one. Fuck, are you allergic to tomato? Like, I don't know. Oh, he said it. Crazy. You know, it had something to do with his radiation. 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 That, I guess. Yeah. I guess that is. A, yeah, that is a thing. Uh, that is a God good help us. Hope that is a good cover us. up uh, there, Imperioli. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, this last one from user K or Q Compson. Tony B's ulterior motives. Hmm. I know the hit on Billy was supposedly retaliation for Angelo. But throughout the show, throughout the show, we're constantly shown Tony B's resentment that he lost everything, his wife and daughter, while Anthony became the boss and has a daughter at Columbia. We see this especially in Marco Polo when Tony has to keep taking pictures and gets pissed and yells, what am I, a fucking slave? Uh, I always thought that Tony B consciously or unconsciously took out the Joey Peeps and Billy Otardo hits because he knew doing, knew doing so would hurt Tony and the family. Similar to mm. Phil, he got out and saw that all the time he did standing up for the family was totally meaningless, and he wanted revenge. Um, do you guys think, you know, ultimately, what were the reasons behind Tony B agreeing? Obviously, the the more on the surface uh, theory is financial. He, the financial stuff, and, and also and, and power. But was it was it a subtle fuck you to Tony to his cousin? Sure. He knows Con- how- like conscious or unconscious though. Like that's maybe the- more unconscious, but like, but or, you know, subconscious. But but he knows how close Tony is with Johnny Sack. Mm-hmm. He knows this is gonna like fuck. Yeah, shit I mean, up. we see them like, like going for a joyride earlier in the episode to, in the Maserati. Like they make a point to show that relationship between Johnny Sack well. and Tony. And, and Johnny like mentioning the situation to right. Tony, and yeah. clearly Tony is on. Johnny's side as right. much as he can while trying right, to stay like semi-neutral. Right. Yeah. He's staying neutral because he doesn't know which way it's gonna go. But right. obviously his but also his he knows loyalty, like Carmine Jr. is a fucking moron. He knows which he which he might prefer because he could use that to his advantage if true. he was in power. But very true. You know, obviously he's known Johnny. They have history. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's unspoken that he's you know loyalty is a little more to Johnny. Right. Um, Phil obviously complicates things. Right. Yeah. Uh, but so, but so, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, it's an interesting question. I, I, I don't know how much Tony is, uh, Tony B is like, you know, uh, fuck you, Tony, my yeah. cousin, when he's yeah. firing that gun, but, but perhaps, what do you think, Spells? Um, 
I think I don't know if he's saying he's thinking. He's not thinking at all. <laughs> yeah. He's um, you know, he's he cares more about about fucking money, you know. Getting the money. You know, he he and getting, he, re- and getting some respect from these guys for for kids. Yeah, so. and get some respect from his kids. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, he he came out of prison with like big ideas and like he is slowly like, you know, realizing like fuck that. Yeah. Like, you know, he's like yeah. slowly realizing like I I want all this now. I, and yeah. maybe like feels like he deserves it too. Because yeah, because yeah. when in he prison. first got out of prison, he—I mean, we saw it. He was all for like, as long as I'm going to be like a working man. Like he didn't mind. I mean, it wasn't his favorite thing to do, but he didn't mind, you know, driving the truck and yeah. getting sweaty and dirty and fucking busting his ass all day. Mm-hmm. But now that he's back and he's part of it, he doesn't like that he's that's he's feeling lesser. Bottom than, feeder. Yeah. yeah, the rest of the crew and Tony. In particular. I wonder how much of a like you know savvy gangster he is. Um, like Tony definitely sure certainly pumps him up but he seems like an idiot right he makes a lot of dumb choices which I think, is weird because he's like like so maybe, we're also told that he's supposed to be very intelligent right and, i know yeah but, that, he, fucks, like, but he fucks up so much he fucks up a lot yeah. and like you know seems like um i don't know maybe people are blowing smoke up his ass or something but like well i think i i think he probably is smart. I mean, you could be really intelligent and then also be impulsive. Be like, oh like, yeah, you know, like yeah, I think, that's me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. So I mean, I think I mean, especially with the not so much uh, the Joey Peeps hit because he obviously thought about that and decided it. But uh-huh. like yeah. when he kills um, uh, Billy Leotardo, uh, that's very much like in response to Angelo being killed, and that's out of anger and and you know retaliation. Like he's. You know, he's acting on impulse and not so much. He's yeah. not using his head. And yeah, also, so. uh, what's his name? Who he's you know earlier in the season he's going into business with. Uh, he just fucking beats the shit out of him, like, and he just ruins any oh. chance of going straight. And he blows the uh, money. Kim, uh, Kim, Kim, yeah, Mr. Kim, yeah. And he blows the money that he finds. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, and that too. Yeah. And he so, can't. And he and he can't not make his girlfriend feel evil. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Throwback. <laughs> Throwback. She's uh, in this episode. He's, he's, he's having sex with her in this episode. Yeah, so I guess they stay together. She's probably like, I'm yeah. evil. She's so living evil with evil for you. <laughs> she's living with the evil now. She's yeah. figuring out how to live yeah, with she's, uh, Good for her. Yeah. yeah. That's the end of her arc. That's right. She's, yeah. Uh, all right. That's all I got for fucking internet. <laughs> well, uh, good to be back on uh, the Steel Pony, as, the, as one might the say. Stone <laughs> Pony. Stone Pony. Um, Can't wait ride to the painted pony, let the spinning wheel ride. Whatever. Contact Rolando J. Vargas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We will be tagging him in our Instagram <laughs> yeah, post. Definitely. It's not a joke. We He will be tagged. I'm going to follow him right now. Uh, and speaking of tagging on our posts, folks, give us a follow on the socials at Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Shoot us an email. Things you like, things you don't like, uh, thoughts you have about the show, about season five, about stuff we've talked about in the past or we're going to talk about in the future at osopranospod, or sorry, osopranospod at gmail.com. Um, and yeah, boys, until next week. Oh! 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 oh. Are you okay? Oh. Rolando. Oh. Rolando. Oh.